Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Attainable luxury, it can get just a little bit harder every day as the cost of luxury goods continue to rise. What a perfect entry point for Portrero, a place where you can find pre-owned luxury goods, many of them of great quality at prices that you can take advantage of because someone else has owned it for a little while. But it's a luxury good. People take care of them. We're very, we're going to be talking uh, to the chairman of Petrero here, and we're also going to be talking to Dave Kudla. He's out in uh, the Detroit area. He's going to talk to us not only about the auto landscape, but the markets post-Brexit. I'm Kathleen Hayes. My co-host, Pim Fox, is on vacation. I'm going right to Catherine Cowder now in the newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. Well, thank you, Kathleen. Consumer-focused companies are helping to fuel modest gains on Wall Street today. The S&P 500 is up for a fourth day and is on track for its biggest four-day rally in nine months. There's speculation that central banks will act to limit the fallout from the U.K.'s vote to leave the European Union. There's also optimism about the U.S. economy. Data today show manufacturing gathered strength in June, expanding at the fastest pace in more than a year. Bloomberg's Vinny Del Judice has the details. The Institute for Supply Management's National Factory Index Advanced to 53.2 last month, the highest since early 2015, helped in part by consumer spending. Exports put in the best performance since 2014. Orders, production, and employment up as well. Separately, the Commerce Department reports construction spending dropped in May for the second month in a row. At the Bloomberg First Word Desk, I'm Vinny Del Judice, Bloomberg Radio. We check the markets every 15 minutes on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is up 40 points, a gain of a quarter percent, trading at 17,969. S&P 500 up 6 points, three-tenths of a percent to 2105. The Nasdaq is up 23 points, a gain of half a percent, trading at 48.65. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 87 cents a barrel, 1.8 percent at 49.20. Spot Gold is up at $21.90 an ounce at 13.42.50. Ten-year Treasury up 7.30 seconds with a yield of 1.44 percent. Among today's top business stories, UPS pilots would receive a 29 percent raise compounded over five years under a new proposed contract. And now let's get to the latest and some other stories we're following today. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. A group of as many as nine gunmen is holding several people hostage inside a Bangladeshi restaurant popular with foreigners. Local news reports say the attackers entered a bakery in the capital city, Dhaka. In Washington, a State Department spokesman says the U.S. Embassy in Dhaka has accounted for all American citizens who are under the authority of the diplomatic chief of mission. The attack on the airport in Istanbul has raised questions about security in the U.S., A former TSA official says law enforcement at American airports is insufficient to protect against similar attacks. Former TSA Deputy Administrator John Holinsky says those agencies are understaffed and underfunded. President Obama says a vaccine for the Zika virus could be developed in, quote, fairly short order if Congress acts quickly to pass a bill to prevent the spread of the disease. It is absolutely critical for the United States government working in concert with uh, other governments uh, in the hemisphere to be pushing hard right now uh, 
to get this situation under control. Non-millionaires are having an easier time finding apartments to buy in Manhattan. After years of being dominated in the city's real estate market by ultra-wealthy investors, those with limited funds are finding more options than they've had since 2012. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Catherine? Thank you. And here's a quick check of the equity benchmarks. Dow Industrial Average remains higher, up 34 points at 17,963. S&P 500 up 5 points at 2,104. NASDAQ up 22 points at 48.64. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Bloomberg taking stock. The Lux Life. Gold. Jewels. Unclaimed properties of valuable nature. Now that you live in that great penthouse, can I be your financial advisor? It's good to be king. I thought of your eyes, and I went right out and bought it. Remember how much I wanted a big backyard with Grecian statues, S-shaped hedges, and three swimming pools? Well, I got that, too. Bloomberg Taking Stock, The Lux Life, on Bloomberg Radio. A born and bred New Yorker, our next guest, began her career in finance, working as a NASDAQ trader. Luxury has always appealed to her. In fact, one of her first luxury splurges was a Todd's bag many years ago. Now, she is the chairman of Portero, Inc. She is set up a curated marketplace more than 10 years ago for authentic pre-owned luxury goods. Alexis Klarber joins us now here in our New York studio. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So what first, when did you get interested in luxury? I mean, growing up in New York, there's luxury all around you, right? Is is that what it was, a, a family connection? What, what really enticed you to luxury? Well, it was the idea that People um, really love the idea of, of luxury, and I started working for a company called Waterworks, which is a very high-end uh, luxury fittings, fixtures, bathroom company, and I learned a lot about those kinds of customers and what their expectations were, and the reality is, is that there is value to be found in, in many different things, and I really gravitated towards the luxury market and the luxury customer. So how did you go from the NASDAQ to Waterworks? Good question. Uh, through a family connection, uh, my mother worked in interior design magazines, and I just loved that whole world. And But I learned a lot from Waterworks about branding, about marketing, and luxury goods. So then uh, you set up this company in 2004. So what? how did you get then? I mean, what was it? You just said, bingo, everything is going online, <clears throat> e-commerce, or was it just what was it? Right. Well, P- Portero was set up before I set it up. Portero is, has, is really the pioneers of the pre-owned luxury marketplace. Uh, I came in about three years ago and recognized that we had a, more work to do. The reality is is that uh, the Portero customer is a very astute customer. Our average dollar transaction is about $2,000, which not many of those other websites that you might know that sell pre-owned goods can say. Um, so we really focus on the best of the best. We leave the rest to others, and we're very highly curated. So when we say an item's in excellent condition, it means it's really probably been worn a, a couple of times. Who You've got two groups of people I'm interested mm-hmm. in. One, of course, is your customer, but the other side of it, who are the people who come to you mm-hmm. to consign their, their vintage handbags, right. their very high-end goods? Well, these are people that have done their homework. Uh, they recognize that 
Portero is a place where they can get the fair market value for the item. There are other websites that almost have a liquidation type mentality. But we really want to, um, you know, value the bag and want and want to preserve the integrity of the secondary marketplace. Tell me about the bag you have in front of us today here in our New York studio. Sure, this is a beautiful vintage uh, crocodile Kelly bag. Um, this was purchased back in the eighties for about twenty five hundred dollars in Paris. We are selling it on our website for twelve thousand dollars. Whoa. So how much will the customer, the person who's consigned it to you, get out of that? What's the what's the fee or what's the right. takeaway? Um, well, if an item is over $10,000, we take a 25% commission. So they get 75% of the value. That is highly competitive. If the item is under $10,000, uh, they actually get um, 70% of the, the value. How big is the business now? How big can it get? Oh, the the secondary resale market is a billion-dollar industry. It is, and it is growing every day. Portero, for example, this year we're up 25%. Uh, we do not see the momentum slowing at all. I think that people look at se- at the secondary market and understand the value that that they can buy in the, in the market and also that they can con- sell or consign in the secondary are market. Are your customers and your consigners or consigners, mm-hmm. are they mainly in the United States? Is it global? It's global. I mean, we focus our consignment program in the United States, but we, because we are a global marketplace, uh, we do get inquiries all, you know, from all over the world. A lot of our buyers are over the, all over the world. Um, actually, right now it's about 70% U.S., 30% international. We see a lot of demand in Asia and, uh. So if somebody wanted to, uh, actually, I guess send you something to sell or buy something, what do they do? They go online to portero.com and, uh, actually we're having a great Independence Day sale right now, 20% off of select items. So it's a great time to shop our site. Just really quick, what's one of the least expensive items for people who are still striving to the top of luxury? What's one of the most expensive? Well, I'm going to focus on handbags. Um, I would say on handbags, uh, you can get a great value Louis Vuitton for about 50% off. And then you have your holy grail of the Hermes Birkins, which can run you uh, six figures. But that's for a pristine bag, meaning unused. Alexis Clarber, how fascinating. What a great job. It is. It's a lot of fun. Come over and uh, see us sometime. You bet. She's chairman at Portero, Inc., based here in New York City. I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Where do you put your money now post-Brexit and ahead of the U.S. jobs report? What should you be watching if you try to want to make some money in bonds and stocks? That's coming up ahead of the market close right here on Bloomberg.